This is Laughs and Littles, a conversation about friendship and faith in the midst of motherhood. Life with Littles is better when we do it together. So grab a load of laundry and join us for some laughs. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. Okay, so you're potty training, John. Yeah. It's your one weekend. Um, yeah. It's it is a long <laughs> work. <laughs> I thought of I thought of the word fortitude. <laughs> like I need to stay uh, present to the thing in front of me and like do the work that is before mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm enjoying I'm enjoying my time with him. Um he's fun and I like like we're reading tons of books. His words are popping out like crazy. All that's fun. And then it's just the like constant vigilance <laughs> that is And he isn't reading Harry Potter four right now. Are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> But you were really wise. And I think after potty training Zaley or something, you were like potty training reveals like personality of your child so often. And you may not like, like I, I see it with the three that I potty trained like later on of like, oh, this was really hard for you. And yet, because your personality is so hard in this way, or this was easy. So like, is it too soon? Have you seen any of that? With yeah, John? it feels a little too soon. Like, because right now I'm just like, John, just he likes to be silly. He likes to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. He seems to be a little, I was going to say like conscientious. Like I didn't have other kids say like the, oh, or like, oh, no, with like pee or poop <laughs> on the floor. Uh-huh. And he does that. So this, mm-hmm. and, oh, and his new word in the last week is sorry. He started mm. saying, sorry. <laughs> you. Like, I forgive you, but poop goes in the potty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that says a lot. He might, yeah, be like a really silly kid who's very sensitive to people's feelings. Time will tell. Yeah, yeah. Today I sat and was like, like I shut us in the bathroom for like 45 minutes before lunch because I knew a pee was coming. I was like, we're going to get this pee <laughs> And then we're going to eat lunch. Uh-huh. And we did. So I got a prompted pee before and after nap. And that felt mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And we like did the pee and went out to the park because Chris was out at the park with the girls. I was like, we need to get out. And he was really good at the park until I knew I was like, we need to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like took him to the bathroom twice because Kiara had to go twice. And he like peed his pants right at the end. I was yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, well, that was he's, pretty good. <laughs> he seems like a holder. When you said he like held it all through mass and two hours and then peed like one minute after you got home, it's like, well, he's obviously holding it until you got home. So he can control it. <laughs> he's just not quite there yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. <sighs> um, So have you checked out The Chosen season three at all? No, I keep forgetting about it mm-hmm. or our evenings have been busy. But yeah, mm-hmm. I would like to. Mm-hmm. How is it? It's great. I mean, every time I – I've just seen two episodes. Every time I finish an episode, I find myself thinking so much about the love of Jesus and how mm. gentle and firm Jesus is, like in his faith and in his love. We <laughs> – I was like, let's watch one episode with the kids, you know, because uh, like, especially like 
Paul, it'll just be kind of visually cool. They won't know what's going on. But then like Clara, six and a half, like she'll kind of, she knew. And the um the first sermon that he's preaching, Clara was like, I know these verses. I know these verses. And I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. This is like the first time they've seen Jesus on a screen. Cecilia was just really concerned about the apostle Matthew, his disconnection with his parents that he has, you know, because they like disown him because he's a tax collector and his dad, uh, spoilers, obviously, his dad is like, you're not my Wait, which, which episode did you watch? One and two. It, it goes into like a flashback. Oh, okay. So his father basically disowns him. Anyway, Cecilia at like three was like, who are his parents now? Jesus and Mary? <laughs> we're like, yeah. <laughs> um, but so she was just, she, all through the episode. Is Matthew going to be okay without parents? Like, <laughs> you know, it's so sweet. But after that episode, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to watch any more with them. It was just cool to kind of expose them to like, yeah, like Jesus is real. Like he's a real person. But it made me want to find some kind of show of the gospels to show them. I saw that as a kid of like the movie of the gospels because this is not a show for them because I don't know, like 80% of it is like fabricated things about the apostles hidden lives that are not biblical, but are just like what could have been happening behind the scenes based on what we know. I don't know, maybe 60%. And it's really great. And it gets you thinking about it. But just like going into the show, you know, like, oh, we're not watching a show just about the Bible. (laughs) Jesus, it's like, you know, maybe Judas had a sister. They put a whole like sister storyline in there. There's one thing though that like I was like crying, silent laughing and like, what's going to happen? Was this the biggest mistake I've ever made? Because in episode one, Peter comes back to his wife after like being away from her for quite some time and they're alone in their home. (laughs) So you can imagine how excited he is to be alone with his wife for the first time and things start to get a little heated up. And I'm like, what's that no wait you haven't watched it yet no you're just watching it for the first time with the kids blindly watching (laughs) trusting things will turn out fine wow (laughs) I was like I want to watch it it's a good night we haven't watched anything in a long time no 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 we're just we're just going in so we're seeing this episode kind of steam up and I'm like well it's fine I mean they're married but also like what's gonna happen (laughs) But it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually then a very comical scene where they get interrupted by like more and more apostles who like want to come sleep at their home because they need a place to stay. But it is also like, oh, did we have to put that in there? Like, I don't know. Did that add to the story? I don't know. You know, it's a choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> not my favorite, but um, no, I, I'm going to keep watching Enjoy. It's just like going into it, like I have to kind of remind myself like, this is not like, don't get too tripped up in the details. It's about the sentiment. It's like so great that like more people who are, you know, non-Catholics or non-Christians even like wanting to watch this like really well-made show that gets you thinking about Jesus. So that's, that's my bottom line. But I do want to find some kind of like cool movie to show the kids of like a real version of Jesus. They can like see visually the miracles and things like that but not the chosen <laughs> we showed the girls some of season one yeah it was when we were transitioning 
And we had just been watching season one and Chris was like, why don't we show them? Like he showed them some parts of it on Sunday morning. I don't know, kind of in that time. And yeah, the Evangelion's alien, they were all like pretty into it, pretty interested in. Well, the most interesting episode or parts of the episode are the ones, parts where Jesus and Mary are in the episode. As soon as it cuts to like just the disciples Mm -hmm. storyline, the kids are like, what is this? Like very complex. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So if it had more Jesus, maybe we'd keep watching it more with them. But um, anyway, I wanted to tell you, I'm not peeing my underwear anymore because I'm not coughing. (laughs) I'm not sick. Because you're not sick. For like a month. So I feel better about this. I feel like I've had these weird pregnancy things that are supposed to happen like at the very end of your pregnancy pop up and then they go away. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually fine. Like at first I'm like, how am I going to survive the next 18 weeks? And then I'm like, okay, well, actually wasn't that big of a deal. So yeah, I don't pee anymore. I would only pee when I would cough really badly. That's great. So I've been fine. I have also been working out a lot more. No, I was just thinking too about like, I haven't been sick in several weeks and Mm -hmm. like, it feels normal again to be healthy for longer (laughs) periods of time. And thinking back to the fall where like, man, I felt so crummy for so long. (laughs) Anyway, it's nice. So I just did my glucose test and got the results back. And I had like a really good, nice, healthy, high count of white blood cells, which is like your immunity. And I was like, where was that (laughs) six weeks ago? (laughs) Or has it just been building up since six weeks? But actually, I am a little bit anemic, not so much. It was just like, I was like on the cusp. My doctor did say, she was like, you should take an iron supplement. But then I was realizing that I think I've been getting out of breath really easily with like my walking on the treadmill briskly because uh, my like red blood cell count, you know, iron deficiency, I'm not able to get all the oxygen to my blood cells. So I'm like, oh, I actually feel better because I feel like I haven't been getting more endurance. Like I feel like when you're working out, you're supposed to like, it's supposed to get a little bit easier and then you can like challenge yourself more. And it's just been the same amount of hard so I'm hoping that that's what it is <laughs> or I'm like, or I get bigger every day. So it just gets naturally harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my weight has actually kind of plateaued again. Like I've actually like not Good. gained any weight in the last few weeks, which I'm like, okay. Good. So it's just, I feel like I've had a very dramatic parts of my pregnancy that feel really dramatic. And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh. working out. So yeah, how's that been? Good. I mean, I'm really... I don't know. Part of me, when I'm doing it, I'm like, I am really working out because I get really sweaty. And then now when you just ask me that, I'm like, well, I'm not really working out because I'm doing like a 12 minute walk. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's all about like one's perspective of working out. No, but some days I am doing more than that too. Do you, do you like, would you ever use this for running the treadmill or like, do you plan to get rid of it no. postpartum? You're not going to use it to like postpartum workout. I I will only use it for walking, but I don't plan on getting rid of it. I think that I will only use it for walking when I can't go outside. I mean, it's definitely not like my primary way to work out. Like the other day I did, I did, yeah, like I did the 12 minute walk and I prayed the rosary and it was great. And I do really well with the momentum of working out, like to start the workout process feels like such a hassle. And then once I've like 
walked for 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, I can go do some Mutu and I can go do some of this. And then I'll go do some yoga and it'd be great. And I'm like, wow, it's been 40 minutes. And like, that's, that just flew by. But like the getting started is hard. So I like walking because like, I don't have to put on shoes. I just walk in my socks. Hmm. I don't even have to put on workout clothes. I just wear what I slept in and then I just wash it right away. And I don't have to wear a sports bra because I'm not running. My boobs aren't that big. So <laughs> like it's, it is pretty easy. Like I can hop on pretty easily. But still to like go get on the treadmill and start, it still feels like, all right. Are you praying the rosary out loud or are you, are you like thinking about your breathing? Like, are you like, you know, the deep core transverse, Mm -hmm. abdominal? you know, I am praying it in my head, but, um, I'm actually able to focus. Um, and I just found this beautiful picture of Mary pregnant with Jesus that I just kind of like taped up in front so I can kind of like look at that. And meditate on that. But yeah, no, I am breathing. I don't know. Yeah. What does working out like normally look like for you? Like you said, you wouldn't run. To me, a good workout is like, okay, I get like a good 10 to 15 minute of some cardio and then like 10 to 15 minutes of some kind of like Pilates yoga strengthening. That's like an ideal, what I enjoy the most. Yeah. But it is interesting. I think a lot of people are starting new like workout plans right now and diets and the whole January thing. And that can be all good and fine. And like, I'm, I'm conscious of myself of not wanting to get tripped up into this as well. Sometimes there are programs that are really good, or you just like really need some help or whatever. But sometimes it's not as complicated as like, we have to get into the beach body and we have to get the special powder drinks and we have to do it's like, just start you know, just start like some kind of movement, you know, and, and I'm just giving that advice to myself of like, just start something. And the more you move, like the better you feel. My awesome sister-in-law has now twice let me borrow her maternity workout leggings, like shorts and, and leggings and like with the big full belly and it's all tight and nice. And I would never think to buy these items, but they're like really nice. Mm. So I was like, I think I have more maternity workout clothes than like normal workout <laughs> <regular>. clothes. <laughs> yeah. But I sort of also, I think I focus more or think about working out more when I'm pregnant. Mm. I want to not gain very much weight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think working out when pregnant it is harder in some ways because it's it feels like an emotionally uphill battle. Because mm. you're like really just working towards health goals. You're not like really shaping. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not like getting in shape or like actually, yeah, no. it's a main, it's a maintaining. Maintenance stuff is always the least like fun and motivating <laughs> in many ways for me. <laughs> but for me, I think it's the cardio, like any kind of cardio, getting the endorphins. Yeah. That's what I love. The endorphins of just like, man, like okay, if I can get it, because I've been doing it primarily before the kids are up of like, okay, I can pray the rosary before the kids are up. I can get some endorphins and I can pray and I feel good and I feel loose and then I'm making healthier eating choices and all of that. But then it's like, yeah, like 10 to 15 minutes of working out actually now means I have to shower because I'm legitimately sweaty and (laughs) stinky. And then I like, need to put coconut oil all over my body because like it's winter and it's dry. And if I don't, 
if I like skip that stuff, I'm going to be itchy all day. So if I shout, you know, it, it, it gets into like, it's, it's actually a long list of things that I have to do, but if I could just start, but <laughs> it really is. See, it really I don't shower. Like I just don't shower very much. So I try to time my <laughs> cardio workouts with like, I can uh-huh. take a shower. So I will work out before the shower. I mean, I have just started wearing deodorant in the last few months because I noticed I started, I was like, I, I stink. Like I need to wear deodorant. And I hadn't been wearing deodorant for like a really long time. For me, it helps too to like set out clothes beforehand, like the night before. If I know I'm going to mm-hmm. work out in the morning to be like, boom, it's just right here. That mm-hmm. With the like heart getting started, yeah. that is one of the like steps that helps me. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to share a little bit about our kid's bedroom door and how we do breakfast at our house, just because I think not to like tell anyone what to do at all. I think people are just always, it's always interesting to go to other people's houses and see how things are done and just like get a feel for like what works for different people in different systems. And I think that's why a lot of people like social media because they just want a little peek of like, what are you doing? And like, what's kind of, what's kind of like a good average or what's an extreme. (laughs) Um, But I was, I was laughing because, you know, we lock our kids bedroom door at night, you know, we say goodnight. And, you know, if someone, every once in a while, someone knocks and needs something and, and Alex goes and he deals with it. We don't just like not respond to them. (laughs) But um, he mentioned this apparently to one of his coworkers this week, who has like uh, two kids that are a little a little bit older. So maybe that also kind of has to do with it. But his coworker was like, dude, like that's messed up. <laughs> and then and he laughed and then he was like, I kind of want to do that though. <laughs> or like I've wanted <laughs> to do that. In the- <laughs> yeah, I see why you do that though. But still was kind of like, no, that's messed up. And it's just so funny. Everyone, you know, gets to make their own choices as long as they're like safe and reasonable. But our ki- to me, I'm like, it makes so much sense for us and our family because we have our babies in a crib and then they get a little bit more freedom and then they get a little bit more freedom. Like the bedroom to me feels like a big crib. They're not ready to like leave this giant room crib. <laughs> but, but anyway, I just was really tickled by his coworker. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, um, well, when you said locking kids, it made me think about our experience because yeah, I agree with the crib, but so we have, we have locked kids in. We don't currently. And I, mm-hmm. I realized, I think for us, it stopped when they're like three or four or like when they're, it's like been mm-hmm. through the transition of like, okay, you're not in a crib anymore, but you still need to be, it's like through the two-year-old uh, time. And mm-hmm. then when they're three, they move into the bigger kid's room. I don't know. The couple times that they were like coming out way too much and I tried locking their door, they would just like freak out and pull so hard on the door they would break the locks. And so I was like, okay, we <laughs> need a new system. Mm-hmm. We're going to use the green light and we're going to mm-hmm. talk about this. And <laughs> that's like what we do now. But I remember in University yeah. Village, other parents saying like, oh yeah, here's this trick. You can like unscrew the doorknob, turn it around, and then you can lock the door from the outside. And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> Like, I really needed that. That was a very <laughs> helpful tip. I really appreciate it because my two-year-old is not napping, but she needs to be in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cecilia has gone back to napping every day now. Hmm. She was like, 
resting a lot and then just doing a cozy time. And now it's like back to napping every day. It's like kids, they take breaks, I think, sometimes from napping and then they grow again. But as long as they have that space. Kira did that. Yeah. Now she's not napping and I'm really happy about it because Mm. I was having to wake her up after 30 minutes and then, and I didn't want to do that. So that's not a fun place to be in. (laughs) She'll say like, I'm going to start a cozy time and then I'll nap. And I'm like, okay. Cause she never does. I'm like, good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Your sexuality is good, holy, and beautiful. If that doesn't feel true, you're in the right place. We believe Jesus knows your sexual brokenness and is inviting you to wholeness. We hope to bring you that invitation every week as we explore topics from friendship to fantasy, loneliness to lust, and more. We are dedicated to helping you connect your struggle to your story and your story to God, because every bit of you is sacred by design. Well, and my kids are not angry about the door being locked. They've never viewed it as like a punishment. And, you know, I think it's like any kind of boundary that makes a kid feel safe. It's just so funny. I also was, (laughs) someone commented on our Instagram and shamed us for putting soap in the kid's mouth. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, they were like, like, oh, how very Christian-like of you. And I was like, that's so funny. It's such like a choice. It's not it's not a right or wrong, but that people are like, oh, like that's so messed up to lock a kid in or this or that. But it's like, well, it's it's all about context. And it's, you know, it's all about like keeping kids safe in a in a good and loving way. And um it was one squirt of soap. It's not a big deal. <laughs> also and I was I was laughing. I said to Alex something like spare the rod or something but (laughs) um (laughs) no but anyway and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was just how we have done breakfast so differently in our house since Clara started first grade because all during kindergarten and years prior to that our kids would wake up and they would immediately like milk bottles or whatever like drink they were drinking usually they're like milk or a smoothie was like ready they would We'd go get them at whatever time they were waking up. That's sometimes been between six or seven. Right now, we just unlock the door at seven. And they come out and they would like drink milk right away. And I'd reach them right away, fill their cups. And like, then they'd go play. And then I'd like give them a big proper breakfast like an hour, hour and a half later. But then this year, they've all been really hungry in the morning. And what I've been doing for, you know, I don't know, eight or nine months now is making them like a full big breakfast that when they come down at seven is ready, like a protein, carb, a drink, they're probiotic, like the table is fully set like 95% of the time with like a big breakfast. And it's just been so helpful to me. And I never really would have conceived or thought to do that earlier. It just seemed thinking like, I want to cook with the kids or make a plan with them, or I don't know. I'm just like not ready to get up and face the day, <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> when it's fine. <laughs> but now it's just, it's been working so well. So it's just like one thing that 
it has kind of curbed the whole like cereal and snacks for the first three hours of the morning. And as soon as you get started on like the snack train of like, I just want a little snack. And now half an hour later, now I just want a little snack. And now I'm not hungry for lunch. And I just want a snack, you know, like that is a rough train to get off of. <laughs> Cause at some point, if you want a kid to eat a meal, then you have to say, you're still hungry, but no more snacks until you can actually have this like real meal. So even if the rest of the day doesn't turn out how I planned or expected it to be, I'm always like, my kids at least get really good breakfasts and they're very calm and I get to like sit with them and eat my breakfast with them or just sit and have coffee with them. And it's like a really nice sit down eat time because they're hungry and they want to eat. <laughs> They've been like ready to eat anyway. <laughs> With the code laughs and littles 10, you can get 10% off your order at choosewife.com. I was pulling out some stuff, getting ready for Dominic, some of Paul's old baby stuff and the girl's old baby stuff. And I found our little choose life decade for babies. And I was like, oh yeah, these super cute. So I just totally wanted to remind everyone that they have these beautiful decades for babies that are just like perfect grasping, you know, silicone the little beads. ring. Yeah. Just like the little ring. That they can like hold and you can like snap it on to things like a necklace or a shirt or a backpack. Cute. With the code laughsandlittles10, you can get 10% off your order at choosewife.com. Yeah. What are you guys doing for breakfast these days? Yeah. No, being at your house over the summer helped inspire me to, I've been waking up before the kids and- before I sort of saw it as like me time, like I'm going to pray, I'm going to like make my tea, but now I'm kind of like, I don't know, it's hard to, harder to get out of bed. So, <laughs> but I, I mean, I see the value and I'm trying to have things more ready when they come out. Also, John potty training is kicking me into that too of like, oh my gosh, when yeah. he is out of his crib, I've got to be on it. So things have got to be lined up. So I'm like, praying more in my bed when I wake up. And then when I go downstairs, mm -hmm. it's like work time of make the breakfast, empty the dishwasher. And I'm not really like going and sitting and praying for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. Um, yeah. That you did help me see the value in like, here are your fried egg sandwiches. Here is oatmeal. And that's really, we're just like in a rut. It's either one of those two. It's just, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> My kids said the same thing today for breakfast and lunch <laughs> because we came home from having a fun family outing and we were in a little hurry and they were all like, let's have that same thing. And I was like, great. <laughs> okay. Hey, <laughs> that is fine. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think? We can either include this or not include this in the episode of like the possibility of inviting guests onto our show periodically. Because we've had a lot of guests asked to be on our show over the last, what, like two years. And it's been great just chatting with each other. And I feel like we always do have things that we can talk about. Like we've always got these running lists. But this last email that we got of of asking this if this author could come into our show, I was like, that would be interesting to hear what she had to say. I don't know. What's your thought? I haven't heard anything of what you think about this. I think I'm open to it. Yeah. Because... I feel like I struggle more with like, I can't think of anything to say. No, you're <laughs> just so you're right. momentum I think we're, I don't know, driven. We're just in a different season of life. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like the kind of thing we could try out, mm -hmm. feel it out. Like, is this fun life-giving? Does it fit? Mm -hmm. Was it interesting? Yeah. Because initially we were like, 
we don't want to build our show that way. We don't want to build it around making just like connections of who we can get on our show. And we want people to like really get to know us, be here to just kind of like see our friendship and uh, be here for the conversations. But I feel like now we're like, you know, we're like established and we've like covered a lot of really great topics and we will always have things to talk about and just share because life changes and kids get older. But yeah, I think we could be open. So I don't know. You guys can email us if you have any very strong thoughts on on this or any guests <laughs> you think we should really have on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can think and pray about that some more. Good. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a laugh of the week? John, just little things in all our time together that he's been he doing. He is the class clown of your family. He <laughs> is. He just loves he's a little ham. <laughs> But so from the good night moon, he'll go, you know, the quiet old lady who is whispering hush. So now he'll go hush, but he pushes mm-hmm. his nose down instead of like his mouth. And it just <laughs> is so funny to me. He goes, hush. <laughs> and then he started doing this because I'm following him around the house all the time. Yeah. So he's like turns around and he silently like gestures to me this like come here with his hand. <laughs> And he's, he'll, I'll just like turn and look and he's going like staring at me. And I just like, like always crack up. <laughs> we hope you have a great week with lots of laughs with your littles. 